This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for businesswomen to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and today I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Latoya Savala from Freed and Powered Up Coaching. Latoya, thank you so much for being involved in the Shine On You Crazy Daisy book and podcast. Please tell us about your business. Um, thank you, Trudy, and I am so excited to be here. Um, I just feel really honoured and privileged and I'm so grateful and I'm glad that you are doing this kind of thing. So Freed and Powered Up Coaching. Yes, that's my business. And so what I do is, in a nutshell, I help women who are successful um, in their own right. They're achieving and they're doing well, but they've had toxic relationships in their past. And so they still carry some triggers or some negative blocks, uh, some ish, I call it, that comes from that toxic relationship, whether that be intimate or family or organization or religion. And so I help them be freed from that and then feel empowered because you can be empowered and not feel empowered. And, and that is a whole different ballgame. So I help them find what it is that's blocking them, what it is that's limiting them, what it's what it is that's triggering them. And I help them be free. I help them uh, reveal it, release it, and then regenerate themselves so that they can be and feel their most powered selves. That's what I do. In a nutshell. <laughs> Listeners, brace yourself. I have a feeling we're going to be throwing some things at you. <laughs> um, <laughs> What is a Phoenix moment and how did it feel? Okay, yeah, absolutely. The Phoenix is one of my favorite um, mythical characters and um, the life of the Phoenix has a cycle, right? Uh, so the Phoenix is there living its mythical life. And then in, in the moment it recognizes, it understands that it's time for it to transform. And so it just has this knowing and it goes off to the side and then it sets itself on fire. It burns itself up and then it dies to, to the former self in the ashes. And then it uses the ashes to regenerate itself. Now, if you just think about that, it's just a beautiful story, right? And so the Phoenix moment begins in that awareness and that understanding that it's time. It's time for me to transform. It's time for me to elevate, to do something different, right? And so um, so what happens when you have that Phoenix moment, right? That moment where you just you just know. And I, I know that every woman has that moment. You just know that you know that you know it's time, whether it's to leave the organization or leave the person, right? Or, or step away from your family and move or just, you know, just move to your next, whatever that next is. Mm -hmm. And in the chapter, I talk about my Phoenix moment when I left um, my domestic violent partner, domestically violent partner, and I woke up that morning and I just knew that I knew that I knew. Now, statistically, uh, statistically, it takes a woman four to seven times of actually leaving before they leave for good. 
Mm. Right. And so this was, I think, maybe my third time, maybe third or fourth. And I knew that I knew that I knew without shadows of doubt. Mm. It doesn't mean that you don't worry or have fear, but I just knew cellularly in my body that it was that this was going to be it and it was going to be time for me to go. It feels different for every woman, I think. For me in that moment, there was like a numbing feeling, like there was no space to think about it or second guess it or, you know, or judge myself for it. Like it was just literally thought in movement, (laughs) you know, I knew that I knew that I knew. And so I just like a Phoenix just moved with the knowing got up, took the trash bag, put my clothes in the trash bag and, and began the movement. It, I think there's a feeling of how do you describe a feeling of knowing, but also a feeling of identity, a feeling of inner power that is outside of yourself and yet yourself at the same time. It's just a beautiful, but just the way that you're saying moment. it. So many people are going to say, I know what that feels mm-hmm. like, I didn't, or I didn't realize that that was the point that I was going to change, but that I know what you're talking about. I definitely know what you're talking about. You, you talk of your long road to here. Why has it been important to you to turn your pain into power? You know, Trudy, I, you know, before turning my pain into power, I, I stayed in the pain for a very long time. And that pain can destroy your opportunities, right? It can destroy different future paths. It can you know, it, it can destroy the opportunity for other peoples to see what the possibility is, right? To, so to stay in the pain is to hold grudges, is to hold unforgiveness, it's to, it's to hold revengefulness, it's to hold hatred, it's to hold all these things that don't serve us, right? That's actually toxic in our bodies, mm-hmm. physiologically. And so it was really important for me in order to move forward, to turn that pain into power. And, it's, and it became important for me to help every other woman do the same because we deserve it, Trudy. Mm-hmm. We deserve it. We're worthy of it. And that really is the nutshell for me. I just, it is my passion for every woman to know you're, you're worthy of feeling your power. You're worthy of feeling the authority and sovereignty over your own life and over what you're creating. And it sickens me, the entities that try to diminish that and suppress that. And so it it was important for me to do it first so that I could lead other women to do it as well and just see transformation happen. Yeah. I'm I'm hanging on every word. Um, (laughs) What does (laughs) legacy mean to you? Yeah, this this question was very interesting to me. Um, So legacy to me is the tools that are left behind, Mm -hmm. right? It's not just the reputation, but it's the tools left with the reputation. When you think about, well, grandma used to always say, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not what she used to say that was most important. It's the life that she lived that supported what she said, right? That left you now the tool of what she said and how to implement it in your life. So legacy for me, (laughs) excuse me, legacy for me is 
my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. So well, great-grandma Toya used to say, right? And, and being able to use that as a tool to empower their lives, um, to, to give them tools to, to manage, to overcome, to rebound, um, to be victorious in whatever it is that they're challenged with. So that to me is legacy. And that can transform, that, you know, that can transit through, you know, relationships, through family managing, through uh, wealth, generational wealth, and lifting generational traditions and curses and all those things that, that don't serve us today in the now. Um, so that to me, in, you know, general is what legacy is. And I, I, I want that for myself and I want that for every woman to that, for that to be forethought, right? that I'm creating my legacy now. I think what um, what definitely came through in the chapter and from what you've spoken about today is that feeling of that, that, I, that knowing that you have is almost yeah. part of the legacy that you then create because when you know that change needs to happen and you take the action steps towards that, it, it is the proof of, of there is a better life out there and yeah. any kind of legacy and tools that you leave for generations after the proof is there in your story and that's what I love about doing this book and the podcast mm. um, and from what you've just said about legacy those tools and those stories are really important for us for the next generations to feel like you can do anything. Yeah. Here's what we've been through and right. what we've done. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> if there was one lesson that, that you would want every entrepreneur to know, what would it be? I fall susceptible to the comparison monster. I think it's common for a lot of people to fall susceptible to it, especially now that, you know, social media and information is so abundant. And so my, my lesson, my takeaway, what I try to remind myself is when you're running your race, it is your race. It is not anybody else's race. And so let's try not to look to the left or to the right, other than to just gain those tools and those lessons, mm -hmm. but really and truly, this is your road and your road is not going to look like my road or her road or everybody else's road, right? Because what you're building and what you're creating and what you're destined to is in fact yours. It is in fact unique. It is in fact your calling purpose and meaning, and it's not going to look like everybody else's. And so really important for us, maybe glance over to gain the lessons and gain the support, but really and truly dispel the comparison monster yeah. <laughs> and run your race. Let it go. I love it. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite business book? So my favorite business book most recently is uh, We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. Because um, her part, I think what I gained from her, part of her legacy is being unapologetic about what her mission is. Mm -hmm. And that comes through, through her podcast, through the book, through everything that she does, right? She's unapologetic about her mission, which is helping women um, who have been undermined or sidelined become millionaires, right? And changing the mindset that it's not just for this person or that person, and it doesn't look like this person or that person's path, right? And that we can change our mindset, that we can become millionaires, that it's important for us to have the mindset and legacy that we can 
so that we can have the money so that we can then change the world for better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we as women, um, we have the compassion and the emotion, not that men don't, right? But women collectively as, you know, mm. as a gender. Um, yeah. Yeah, we can do this. I, I love Rachel Rogers. I've been following her for quite a few years, but I haven't read the book. So I do want to do. Oh, that. yeah. You've got to read the book. <laughs> one, of my, one of my overarching values of my business is I want to make an ish load of money so I can give <laughs> an ish load away. Yeah. <laughs> to me. So, it, yeah. It um yeah I yeah I'm gonna read the book now. Thank you so much, Latoya. This has been an absolute pleasure, and I'm I'm leaving feeling so empowered about what's next. So thank you so much for being involved in the book and the podcast. Oh, you're so very welcome. And again, I'm honored to be a part of it. And I just know it's gonna, I know it's gonna transform a lot of people. So thank you for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. If you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.